the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the new Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The DOJ Inspector General Michael Horowitz is making an appearance before the Senate Judiciary Committee. The testimony coming two days after the release of a report that identified significant problems with applications to receive and renew warrants to eavesdrop on a former Trump campaign aide back in 2016 and 2017. Horowitz says concerns were brought up about certain aspects of how that investigation was supervised. Particularly the FBI's failure to adhere to its own standards of accuracy and completeness when filing applications with the foreign surveillance intelligence applications for Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act Authority, known as FISA, to surveil Carter Page, a U.S. person who was connected to the Trump for President campaign. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham says an investigation such as this can't be tolerated. I hope we understand that what happened here can never happen again. Because what happened here is not a few irregularities. What happened here is the system failed. Senator Lindsey Graham Also at townhall.com, the United States has announced new sanctions against Iran over its nuclear and ballistic missiles programs. The new sanctions target Iran's state shipping line and a China-based company that has been involved in delivering missile parts to Iran. They also add a layer of new penalties to a previously sanctioned Iranian airline. These are the latest steps by the Trump administration in its maximum pressure campaign against Iran. At the same time, the U.S. is hopeful that a weekend prisoner swap with Iran could lead to improved dialogue over prisoners. Greg Clugston, Washington. The Federal Reserve is meeting and is set to leave its benchmark interest rate unchanged today and will likely signal it expects rates to remain low well into the new year. The Dow is down 45 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-600-3010. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-600-3010 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-600-3010 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-600-3010. Freedom 1570, online at freedom1570.com. Check out our new lineup, podcasts, and more. Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio is next. But first, your forecast, wind chill advisory, uh, tapering off. We'll still see single-digit highs and those wind chills in the teens below zero. Say, with only 14 days until Christmas, a fine timepiece is a gift that they will keep and treasure forever. Visit Wicks and Jewelers to shop an incredible selection of fine Swiss watches. Like It Matters next here on Freedom 1570. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. Tom Matiney here from New American Funding. 
You've heard me talk about historic low interest rates, and you may be thinking to yourself, that's great, Tom, but how does that help me? Well, with a simple complimentary review of your mortgage statement, I can run numbers to see if a refinance makes sense for you too. We could potentially lower your interest rate and lower your monthly payment. Lower your 30-year term to a 15-year with a similar payment. Or even lower your rate and access the cash equity you've built up with a cash-out refinance. You could use the cash-out for whatever you'd like. Paying off high-interest rate credit cards, making home improvements, college tuition for the kids or grandkids, or a family vacation. Every client is unique, and I help find the program that fits your unique needs. So for your free mortgage evaluation, call me, Tom Matiney, at 651-255-6506 or visit getalonewithtom.com. Tom Matiney, NMLS number 283258, subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all applicants will qualify. Program and property exclusions apply. Other restrictions may apply. Broker Solutions, Inc., DBA, New American Funding, NMLS number 6606, Equal Opportunity Lender. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. Word up! That's what we're going to be talking about today. You know, uh, words. Words, 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 words. Boy, watching the news uh, daily, if I have to, I do because I have to for my radio show, but I shake my head. Uh, I'm like, oh, what are they hearing? What are they reading? What are they thinking? Uh, And so uh, today I want to talk about the war of words. You know, uh, for two reasons. Number one, uh, we have uh, a a new book coming out. Uh, I'm part of. uh, I'm just one of uh, about 40, 50 authors. It's called Wow Factor, a word of the week. It breaks down words. You know, uh, I'm an etymologist by trade. I love to use words. Uh, and uh, you got to understand this. Words are the building blocks of communication. we got to get this. Because whenever you talk about verbalization, a verbal communication, uh, words are the foundation. You know, uh, my wife sometimes, bless her soul, <laughs> my wife sometimes uh, will get mad at me because I actually listen. And <laughs> so I'll... She'll say words, and I'll listen to those words. I'm saying, that's not true at all, because that, because I'm actually listening to her words, and I know what words mean. I'm not saying she doesn't. Please don't hear that. Bless her soul. Please don't hear that. I'm just saying, if I can't go by the words you're telling me to, to formulate what you're telling me, uh, then what do we got to work with? And I teach communication. Man, communication is the foundation for all relationships, both business and personal. It's the foundation for every single uh, relationship we have. And there are many different ways to communicate. I'm not going to go into all that today. Uh, That's a different class, a different radio show. But today I do want to talk about the war of words because a stunning. I'm listening to the news and I'm seeing what's going on and I'm I'm stunned at I'll be honest with you, what's what's happening? But as I was looking at the IG report yesterday and uh, as I was watching some the Five, I heard something, Jesse Waters on, on the Five, said something that was so profound when you see the timeline. And when he said it, I just stopped in my shoes and had to play it backwards because he was so right. Uh, stunning, 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 stunning. So go ahead and play clip number four, please. This. Mueller, what does he do? For two years, he knows there's no collusion. They knew for years there was no collusion, yet they put the country through hell to build an obstruction case. This was not an unbiased investigation. I don't care what they say. They had no evidence of bias. That's just because they didn't even admit it. Of course they're not dumb enough to admit it. Let me ask Juan about this. This is fascinating. When you look at the timeline of this whole uh, Russia hoax, because now we can see it was a hoax. It wasn't a lie. It was an absolute hoax. And a lot of people like David Nunes and Page, uh, Car- all these people are, are, are val- validated, reaffirmed that they were telling the truth. But it's fascinating because Mueller knew that the dossier was fake. It was never verified. He knew all this stuff. Then why did we go through two years of heck? 
Uh, I just stunned by some of this. And as it opens up, this is probably the, the this is way worse than Watergate. What happened? Not what Trump did. But it was an actual takedown of an attempted coup of a U.S. president. Uh, uh, it's just stunning. But right now, I just want to set up the value that words are the foundation for all communication. And by the way, when I talk about communication, uh, and I'm only, now remember this whole show, I'm going to talk about the verbalization of communication. Uh, I always talk about two types. There's intrapersonal and there's interpersonal. You got to understand this. The intrapersonal is uh, the way we talk to ourselves. The interpersonal uh, is the way we talk to other people. And when you go to, quote, communication training, when you go to sales training, when you go to conflict resolution, you're always dealing with interpersonal. Uh, it's the second type of communication. That's what most communication classes deal with. Uh, and I'm not saying that's not important. It is. However, I'm going to suggest to you. That the way we talk to ourselves, that self, that intrapersonal uh, is far, far, far more important because it is the way we talk to ourselves that dictates the words that go out of our mouth. You see, nobody knows uh, what another person's thinking. Some people think I can read people's minds. Uh, uh, my ex-wife when, uh, used to tell her babysitter when I'd come and pick up my son or, or, or drop him off and we shared custody, she'd say, uh, don't, don't shake his hands or look him in the eye because he can read your mind. <laughs> now, I can't read anybody's mind, but I do see data. Uh, I'm a very aware person. I live in the now moment. Uh, and when you understand, nobody else can read anybody else's internal experience, their mind. But here's what we all can do if you know what you're doing. Uh, we can take a look at someone's external output to tell them what's going on in their internal experience. Uh, that's how we can do that. Uh, and so through gestures, words, a lot of other things, we can tell what's really going on. See, uh, I think it was Albert Marubian, or Alfred, I think it was Albert Marubian. He said that basically an agreement-gaining presentation of communication, only 7% is words. Uh, 55% are things you can see, physiology, uh, gestures, uh, all that stuff. And then 38% of it uh, is uh, things you can hear, tonality, timber, emotion, pace, all that. And so only 7% is words, but I'm not saying that words are not important. Words are very important. Words are very important. They are the structure for everything. Matter of fact, I'm going to suggest that the right word at the right time could change someone's life. But the wrong words at the right time, if someone allows it, can truly uh, destroy another person. And see, we are unconscious creatures. So you've got to realize that people out there are pretty smart. This world knows what it's doing. It's not just communicating to you uh, externally through your ears consciously, but also unconsciously internally through how you talk to yourself. What we believe is what we say to ourselves over and over and over. Uh, I was watching America's Funny Home video uh, this weekend, uh, and uh, it was so funny because the guy has his grandma stick all 10 fingers out, and he counts them. says, you have 11 fingers. No, I don't. I got 10. So she sticks them out, and he does this. He goes, okay, let's count them together. He goes, one, two, we'll come, we'll, we'll come back to these three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now back to the other hand, nine, ten, eleven. She goes, oh, my gosh, eleven fingers, do that again. So he goes to the one hand. He counts the first two and then says, we'll come back to these three. He goes to the other hand. So, again, okay, here's one, two, we'll come back to these three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now back to the original hand, nine, ten, eleven. Whoa, I got <laughs> Don't you hear what he's doing? We'll come back to these other three. That became the three and the number, but there was no finger there. Stunning. Here's what's stunning about it. It took me a couple minutes to figure out what he's doing. <laughs> now, I knew he didn't have, she didn't have 11 fingers. She's like, you do that. But this is how people play with us. There's this unconscious, and a majority of our experience is unconscious. 95 to 97% of our experience through this world is unconscious. We're being played, player. And, and it's the rules of the unconscious brain. Remember, part of what I do here is I want to shine some light. I want to give you a teleos view, a complete view, a full view, to see a full battlefield. So you can be much more prepared for battle. Remember the thing about a leader uh, or a warrior. I would much rather be prepared for a battle that does not take place than not be prepared for one that does. And so you got to realize that words are important. Words are the building blocks for all communication. And we throw words around like they have no value. I mean, what do you think the, the, the left is always good about putting words on things? They make the worst bills in the world sound attractive. 
the Keep Grandma Warm Bill. You can't be against the Keep Grandma Warm Bill, uh, right? Uh, it's like, uh, you know, those that favor abortion. It's called pro-choice. Well, doesn't that sound much better than let's kill some babies? I mean, ouch, I'm sorry that hurt a little bit, a little harsh, my apologies. But right? It's the words that we put around in the Bible. Boy, they would give you a name. There, uh, there, there's a, a person in the Bible called Onesimus. That he was a slave and, and ran away. It's, the book's called Philemon. And he ran away. And his name, Onesimus, means no, not, not, not of value. And once he met Paul and found the saving grace of Jesus Christ, Paul sent him back and said, but now he has value. So today we're talking about war world. War, war of words. I just can't say them. We'll be back in three minutes. You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. I watch my words very, very closely. Yeah, and I bet in Minneapolis, St. Paul right now, if you just open your mouth and start talking, you can watch your words very well because it is cold there, man. I'm sending you some warmth. Twin Cities sending you some warmth, sending you some warmth. I got a big heart. I can... I can warm a room. I don't know about a city, but I can warm a room. Right on. I am, yeah. <laughs> I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction. You know, the sign of under construction is the sign of a leader. To be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, we call that Six Sigma. We call that Lean Sigma. We call that Lean Manufacturing. And if a piece of equipment's worth doing that for, if a process is worth doing that for, then the greatest asset of any team, of any company, the hearts and minds of their people, 
is worth doing it for too. And that's why you tune in to the Hour of Power with me and my incredibly auditorily gifted producer. And we entertain you. We inspire you. We educate you. Uh, we uh, give you something to do different today. Why? To get your noodle ready. To get your noggin ready. Because there's some pretty powerful hitters that follow up after me. And, you know, today we're talking about words. Because words are the building block for all communication. Uh, and again, uh, I think we got to get a soundbite that says, you've been played, player, because <laughs> I, that's kind of one of my terms coming up with more and more and more. Uh, you're being played, player. You've got to know what's going on. Uh, we're paying attention to the man behind the green curtain, the woman behind the green curtain, because uh, I've met the enemy, uh, and he's living in my shorts. Uh, we got to really be aware of the unconscious mind games that are going on. And it's really about words. Words are programming. You know, my master's in neurolinguistic programming, and uh, uh, it's the instruction manual for the human experience. Uh, and depending on what my outcome is, I will use different language patterns. There's something called the Milton pattern, where Dr. Milton Erickson, a famed uh, psychotherapist, uh, I think he was a uh, hypnotherapist. Uh, uh, Milton language is very vague. It's very open. When I'm taking someone through a guided meditation, where I'm working to do structural change work, when I'm taking someone back to a trauma or to do a phobia trauma cure process, um, uh, in order to build a deep state of rapport, i got to use Milton language, very vague, so I can let people stay, walk with me, have a connection with me without being too specific. Because if I'm too specific, uh, it won't register in the subconscious mind it might break them what's called out of state. And then so all of a sudden I break that rapport and I can't get them to go as deep as I want them to go. Now, however, when I'm doing change work, when I'm dealing with trauma, drama, when I'm working to people uh, to get people to help them figure out what they want versus what they don't not want, then I'm going to use meta language. I'm going to meta it down finer, finer, more specific, more specific, more specific. I'm going to use different language patterns, different words based on what my outcome is. See, nobody else can read somebody else's mind. But if you pay attention, we can understand what's going on in their internal experience through their external output. External output is the anything that another person can see, hear, or experience. Words, emotions, gesture, physiology, eye movement patterns. Uh, all those things uh, can tell you what's really going on. Remember, it's Merubian that said only 7% of communication. He technically said an agreement-gaining presentation, but I believe it's more accurate on all communication uh, because what you're doing speaks so loudly, people don't need to hear a word you're saying, right? Uh, picture's worth a 1,000 words. The, uh, the typical person speaks 120, 150 words per minute. I get to 180. And so, you know, one picture is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. A picture is worth a thousand words. So we're processing a lot more by what we're seeing and hearing. And I don't mean the words, but the emotion. So you got to make sure cause that you're using the right words when you're talking to people. Let me give you an example. Uh, there are uh, the word love. If you read the Bible, there's, the word love is used a lot of time. Matter of fact, there's a famous speech, a time when Jesus came back when he's resurrected and he's sitting there with Peter and they're having a fish dinner because he's supping with Peter. Uh, and he asked Peter three different times, Peter, do you love me? Then feed my sheep. Oh, Lord, you know I love you. Peter, do you love me? And what they were doing is they were using two different words. The English language is far more limited than, like, let's say, the Greek or Greek or Hebrew. And the New Testament was written in he uh, in Greek, sorry, because that was the language of the day. The Old Testament was written um, in Aramaic a little bit in Hebrew, uh, Syriac, you might call it, the language of Syrians uh, back then. Uh, and so you got to go back to the original language. And in the Bible, when it's talking about love, there are technically four Greek words I know of that mean love: uh, eros, which is uh, physical, sexual love, which which, by the way, actually is not in the Bible. Uh, there's agape, uh, which is God's love unconditional, which we can't do, only the Holy Spirit working through us can do. Phileo is brotherly love, city of Philadelphia. Uh, and then storge is more of a compound word. It's familial love, a family love. Uh, and so uh, what Jesus said, Peter, do you agape me? Uh, and Peter said, Lord, you know I phileo you. Uh, Peter, do you agape me? Lord, you know I phileo you. Uh, and so that's what was going on. And, you know, I love chocolate pudding. Tr tr trust me, you'll see my gut in the front of my belly. I love ice cream. I've got a sweet tooth. Uh, I also love my Lord, my God, with all my heart, with all my strength, with all my soul. I also love my wife. Don't you get it? I love the Dallas Cowboys. But, boy, my love for God better be way better than my love for chocolate pudding. So, but I'm using the same exact word. Matter of fact, if you want to look up the most defined word in the English dictionary, at least it was, it might not still be, but the very few will be even close to it. You know what it is? 
It's a three-letter word. Are you wondering? Is it eating you alive? Are you really gasping to figure this out? It's set. S-E-T. Set. Over 400 variations. Google it. Not while you're driving. Keep driving. Keep your eyes on the road. But it is uh, almost 400 variations. You know, uh, time. You know, in the Bible, in the, it says time. You know, the, the again, two Greek words we're dealing with here, chronos and kairos. Chronos uh, means what time if you look on your clock, your watch. But kairos is the time that we're living in. Like 11 to 12 a.m. Central Standard Time, freedom, 15, 7. It is kairos. It is the time to turn to freedom, 1570, to work your noodle, work your noggin, get a little smarter, get a little more on fire. That's called Kairos and Kronos because 11 o'clock is the Kronos. But Kairos is because when you live your life like it matters, it does. The time is now. What time is it? It's always now. We have one moment that we can live in, and that's called the now. And so uh, there's people in the Bible called the men of Issachar, warriors from the tribe of Issachar. That's my son's name, Benaiah. He's a warrior from the tribe of Issachar. And what makes the uh, warriors from the tribe of Issachar so unique in the, in the Bible is because they knew what time it was. The dispensation, the kairos. You know, I use words. There are six key words in my leadership training. Passion, vision, focus, commitment, purpose, team. Foundation for all things great. But that word vision that I use when I talk the six words of leader means to see into the future, connect dots. Without a vision, people perish, the good book says. But I also work with people on mission vision reports. Uh, and when I'm working on a mission vision report, your mission is your, 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 your why. Uh, it's why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again. But when I'm using the, that vision, that's more left brain. Your vision is your how. Nietzsche said, he who has a why can bear almost any how. Your mission is your why, and your vision is your how. In the mission vision, vision is actually the left brain l rungs of the ladder. It's a series of goals to get you from point A to point B, to get you from where you are now to completing your mission. And so you got to understand words. Uh, you know, we live in a politically correct world. Uh, one of my listeners uh, there in the Twin Cities uh, texted me this morning. And it's so funny because I go, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be talking about this this morning. He said uh, he put up the sign that says cistern or conduit. Because I tell you, as a leader, you can be one of two uh, objects. You can be a cistern or a conduit. See, a cistern holds on to things. A conduit is a pass-through agent. You know, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest areas on the earth, and it's fed by a couple of underground waterways. But nothing goes out of the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea doesn't feed anything. It doesn't pour out anywhere. That's why it's the Dead Sea. you got to understand this. A cistern is something that holds things. A conduit is like a sprinkler pipe. It's a pass-through agent. And as a leader, we got to decide, are you going to be a Dead Sea leader where so many people pour into you and it just sits there and don't pour out to anybody else? Or are you a conduit like the land of Israel, like the uh, God's chosen people, uh, the Jews, where they were to be blessed, to be a blessing for other people? I'm going to tell you right now, our blessings are very seldom about us. Our blessings are about how we can be a blessing to other people, the glory of God. We're pass-through agents. So he put up this sign as a good leader. He leads a IT team, and he says... Conduit or cistern? And so here's what he wrote me. He said, someone on my team was offended yesterday when I put up a poster of you're either a, a conduit or a cistern. They were offended by the term cistern. So now we say you're either a conduit or a rain barrel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so stunning. I just, I just can't believe it. Uh, it's stunning. So what I'm going to do as well, I almost forgot this, uh, we're going to add something new to the show. Uh, and so every day now, we're going to do a word of the day. Uh, and uh, I, my responsibility is to use that word five times in the show. And we'll figure that as we grow this audience. But we'll actually uh, have pr prizes and rewards and we'll have contests uh, for those that can tell me uh, where I use the five or for those that can prove I didn't use it five times that day. So today, our word of the day is flimsy. Uh, flimsy. So let's play uh, track number two. Seeing the IG's conclusions, Barr calling out the FBI and also going after the media. 
I felt this was very flimsy. These omissions were not satisfactorily explained. And I think that leaves open the possibility to infer bad faith. I think our, our nation was turned on its head for three years. I think uh, based on a completely bogus narrative that was largely flam- fanned uh, and hyped by an irresponsible press. Uh, and I think that there were gross abuses uh, of uh, FISA. Uh, an inexplicable behavior that is intolerable in the uh, FBI. The Attorney General also doubling down on his assertion that the... Oh, so stop that. So that- when will then be now? Soon. How soon? What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but... They don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Parkinson's disease is a neurological movement disorder affecting an estimated 1 million Americans, including many under age 40. The American Parkinson Disease Association is the largest grassroots network in the United States, working to help ease the burden and find the cure for those coping with Parkinson's. Visit apdaoptimism.org today to find out how you can help millions live with dignity and optimism. Your action today will help APDA put an end to Parkinson's disease. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things change the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost, it is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the War of Worlds. War, oh my gosh, you want to say War of the Worlds. War of Words on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. And yes, I am your etymologist on the radio dial. You can call me Mr. Black. And words are so important. 
And man, you know, I, I want to teach, I want to educate, I want to I support what I say and my opinion with factual data. Uh, and man, it is a, a war, on wor- uh, war on words out there. People are just throwing around words that they have no idea what they mean. You know, there's a lot of flimsy articles out there going on. Uh, flimsy uh, belief systems, uh, flimsy logical past to why someone's guilty or why someone's innocent. Stunning. And let me define, because today's word of the day is flimsy. That's why you keep hearing me use it, because the new part of the show is we're going to have a word of the day. Uh, for two reasons. One, uh, I want to grow your noggin. Uh, I want to keep you using big words, good words, because it feels good when you can express yourself very eloquently with words that pinpoint exactly what you want to say. Uh, and secondly, uh, promoting our new book that'll be out. Uh, it'll be out on the twentieth. It's called uh, Wow Factor, Word of the Week. And uh, matter of fact, on Monday, we'll have uh, the gentleman who put it all together, one of my good friends, Ch- Christian Grasso, join me for a couple segments to talk about this book. I think it's going to be a huge book. I think it's going to be along the lines of the Chicken Soup for the Souls, a series of books. Uh, and, and I'm excited because I believe the application of knowledge is power. Wow! Uh, and we what I can say is Wow! Words. Words are wow because when you can wow people with words, you got them. You know, and, and I want you to think words are, people use words to confuse us. I know people always want to know why. Why does God allow bad things to happen? Why do good people have uh, uh, bad stuff happen to them? Why do bad people have good stuff happen to them? And I always just want to say, go to Genesis 3. That's it. Go to Genesis 3. Because before Genesis 3, God walked with man. There was no sin. There was no, there was no trauma. And if you don't know Genesis 3, let me just read because it f- ties into this show. It's a war of words. It's Genesis 3, 1. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say? Don't you hear the confusion? Did God really say you must not eat from the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat. Fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only a fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat, God said. You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You will die? I mean, you won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows what your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. And that's why we're in the mess we're in right now. Just so you know, if you really want to know, I'm going to give you the honest answer. But notice what happened here. First of all, uh, God told Adam what to do, what not to do. So Eve heard it secondhand. So she didn't have the confidence in knowing. It was like the Mueller report. It was like the uh, Ukrainian uh, witch hunt here. I heard it from a heard it from a heard it from a heard it from a guy who was sitting at a restaurant who heard it over a loud phone. That's why. Uh, it's some called the Hadith. Look up the Hadith. The Quran, I believe 70% of the Quran comes from the Bible. Uh, but it's the traditions of men that always get in the way. And then you got all this weird stuff in the Hadith, which is, uh, well, someone who knew someone who knew someone who knew a guy who walked with Muhammad heard Muhammad say this. And there's so many different Hadiths. So you got to realize first-hand information versus second-hand information. And again, was questioning the words. He didn't really say this, did he? And so you got to realize it all comes down to words. It's the basic communication. Now, when you're talking about words, certain words uh, are, are in a category called generalizations. And there's a category of words in this category of generalizations, a subcategory called nominalizations. Nominalizations. A nominalization is a generalization that you cannot put in a wheelbarrow. Remember, how you use words is important. I talk about when I'm doing change work with people. If I want to take someone to a meditated, uh, uh, guided meditation, I'm going to use uh, Milton language. If I want to do some structural change work, some trauma, drama, some cleaning up, some psychotherapy, I'm probably going to do a little more meta work, right? Different outcomes. You can ask leading questions. Isn't it true, Mr. Producer? <laughs> uh, that's a leading question. You're looking for a yes answer. Or then you can do open-ended questions, like when you're doing depositions. A lot of times attorneys will answer, ask some open-ended questions. Why? Because they want you to keep talking and say a whole bunch of stuff that they didn't even ask. 
So it all depends. It's different purposes, different paths, different words, different outcomes. And a lot of arguments out there are built on flimsy foundations. If you don't know what flimsy is, I keep using the word. I want to make sure I got my five uses in there. Uh, It says, lacking in physical strength or substance of inferior materials or workmanship, having little worth or plausibility. That's what flimsy is. And you got to realize, I mean, we're still arguing about silly words. And we're talking about this word spying. I actually heard an interview with uh, Attorney General Barr where Brian Williams on NBC asked this guy, so you don't really believe that there was really spying going on, do you? Uh, Why don't you play clip number one? Play the video. Trump campaign was spied on. Well, it's clearly spied upon. I mean, that's what electronic surveillance is. I think wiring people up to go in and talk to people and make recordings of their conversations is spying. Jesse, you have been... Interesting, isn't it? We can't even defend ourselves. Now, they had... They were wiretapped. They were followed. They were uh, people put wires on them, recording devices, and asked them questions to set them up. Let me define spying for you, since that seems like a real complicated word. It says from the what is this? Uh, uh, Merriam-Webster to watch secretly, usually for hostile purposes. And this is Dictionary.com: one who keeps secret watch on a person or thing to obtain information. And we're still debating it. it's a make-believe thing on the right that their campaign was spied upon. That's just silly. See, you can tell what's going on one's internal experience through their external output. you got to realize this about people. Like, I can prove. I don't know if you remember, there's this whole uh, blow-up about uh, uh, Joe Biden with this 83-year-old man, and he asked a simple question. Uh, ba- you basically selling access to the president. Your son was just to get close to you. Oh, no. It's- Matter of fact, why don't you go ahead and play the Biden clip to remind them. You're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No one has heard that. No? You see it on the TV. No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I, I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and 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 no, let, 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 let him go. Let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people know, and I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on? Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do. Let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's do See, why do I bring up that clip? Because I don't know if you remember, there's a whole brouhaha that ended. Because as you play that out more, he gets a couple interactions. He's like puffing his chest out. I thought they were going to, excuse my language, drop drawers and compare some other things. I mean, it was just silly. I mean, you can tell when someone's insecure, they got to overdo it. But a lot of people on the Internet heard him say, you're fat, when he came back and reinforced it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't say that. didn't say that. How do you know what's going on in someone's internal experience? through their external output, through the words, through gestures, through the physiology. No one ever heard, I didn't hear anybody ever talk about it. Did you hear the word he used at the beginning? He said, that's why I'm not sedentary. I go out and do, and then he stopped talking. He was insulting this guy. Sedentary means he's lazy and fat. He just sits around, does nothing but watches TV. He was putting him down. Why do you think he challenged him on push-up contests? Why do you think he challenged him on taking a run around the block? Why do you think uh, all this? He called the guy fat. He attacked uh, a per. It was stunning. Stunning that he did this and no one seemed to care. I thought you weren't allowed to fat shame anymore. See, that's how you know what's going on in someone's head. And so these words called nominalizations are really important. Nominalizations are words that you cannot put in a wheelbarrow. Let, let me give you example. Success. Success, you cannot put success in a wheelbarrow, right? It has different meanings to different people. I mean, to some people, success could be a lot of money. For some people, success could be a, a great marriage. Uh, for some people, success could be a, uh, a trophy wife or a trophy husband, right? Love. You can't put love in a wheelbarrow. When I do counseling, you have one spouse that says, well, if you love me, you do this. Oh, yeah? Well, the other one says, well, yeah, if you love me, you do this. Oh, yeah? The other one goes back, well, if you love me, you do this. Don't you see? They have not properly defined that word love. Remember, I'm a great kisser. Keep it simple, soldier. Get rid of confusion. We're natural-born procrastinators. And the number one way we procrastinate is I don't know. It's built-in confusion. So, 
Mr. Husband, tell your wife what you need to experience love from her. And then he says it. And I ask her, are you willing to do that? Great. Mrs. Wife, tell your husband what you need from him to experience love. And then you let her talk. Are you willing to do that? Great. Have a great life. I wish you both well. I don't need you to buy me a boat. I don't need you to pay for my kids' education. I don't need you to work with me for the next two years. If you're still working with a counselor for two years, you might want to get another one. <laughs> because you should learn how you work. That's what I do in my leadership training at likeitmatters.net. I teach people how they work. So they can work more effectively. If you go into your car and open up your glove compartment, you're going to find an owner's manual. And my background in neurolinguistic programming, I show you the owner's manual. I am Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio show. We'll be back with War of Words. You don't never need help from nobody else. All you got to do now express yourself. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. One more time, one more segment here on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Thank you for spending an hour of your time. I know the value of time. 
It's the one commodity you have that you cannot replace. And boy, I teach about time. You know, my classes, two and a half day classes, are like two weeks when you go through them because I teach people that still time. And remember, when you talk about time, there are two words to describe time. It's kairos or chronos. Um, chronos is the time on your watch. But kairos is the time that we're living in. That's why I love, one of my favorite things to study is eschatology. Eschatology is a part of theology concerned with death, judgment, and the final destiny of the soul of humankind. It's basically how God wraps everything up. Uh, the branch of theology concerned with the final events in the history of the world or of mankind. So I know what time it is. That's why I don't play around. It's serious. I take this serious. It's not a game to me. This is real life. Because I know uh, that time is short. And I know that just uh, like Martin Emoler, you got to speak up. Uh, uh, you know, whether you like the guy or not, what's happening to Donald Trump is not right. It's just not. No one else can handle it. Uh, man, I am under a lot of pressure. I don't know how he's been under assault for three and a half years and not cracked. Uh, any other normal president would have been done, would have walked away. I, I've thought many times he would walk away. Uh, because there's a lot of flimsy people throwing around flimsy arguments, uh, flimsy little concocted stories about what he might have been thinking when he might have done this. And so you got to realize it's a war on words. And so you got to be aware of the words. And whenever I talk about communication, I'm talking about two types. We got to not only deal with the words that people are, are giving to us, and we got to be aware of what those words are, but we also got to be aware of the words in our own head. Uh, and uh, I want to talk about, I want to uh, play a clip for you because, man, I heard something on the five years through Jesse uh, Waters and Juan Williams that just stunned me. Juan Williams is a pretty good guy. I don't agree with him politically, but he's a smart guy. Uh, and this shows you how off the handle these people are, how it's so slanted, so bitter. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, play clip three. It speaks for itself, and this is not... You know, Bill Barr's great at spin, apparently. I think better at spin than at being attorney general. And what he did with the Mueller report was he was able to preempt it and to try to define it before it was out in public. With this case, you know, you couldn't do it, Bill Barr, because guess what? Bill Barr, you have Robert Mueller working for you. You've got John Durham, whose report you're now going to control, working for you. But you don't have Michael Horowitz, the inspector general, working for you. He's independent. So his analysis comes out, and as I said, the report is very clear. There was no political bias, <laughs> none, no zero. And I, th I think no political none. bias, zero. Okay, but so then why'd they lie and deceive the court? They didn't deceive the court. Yes, they did. If well, the court, they withheld information. They did not. And then there they was forged a, documents. They did not. There was yes, additional information, and there was one person who made, and this is you know now famous, seventeen clerical errors or whatever. Was a clerical error? error. One person they lied. But I mean, you, know what's, you know what's key? Be referred to what's key here is it doesn't even matter what's in the report, even though we can all read it, because the right wing will continue with conspiracy theories uh, that can't be proven. That sounds crazy. Wow. I'm shaking my head listening to it. I know if I could see my producer as well, because I don't have that glass there, he'd be shaking his head as well. Do you know what a clerical error is? It's an error made in copying or writing. That's what it is. It's a typo. Uh, you put the comma in the wrong place. Uh, you dropped a number. That's a typo. That's a clerical error. These were significant. Uh, let me parenthesize significant errors and omissions. They are exculpatory information. Exculpatory information is information that says you're free. Uh, you didn't do it. 17 different times during the spying, during the eavesdropping, during the human assets involved, people were spied. They were, alcohol was thrown at them. Money was thrown at them. Even women threw themselves physically, sexually at these people, all to get dirt. Now, you might not like Trump. I get it. He gives people a lot of things not to like. I get it. But, man, some of you got to wake up. Just because, you know, just because you're at McDonald's doesn't make you a French fry, okay? Uh, just because people say something doesn't make it so. And I know it happens on both sides. But this is about a coup, attempting to take down the most powerful person in the world because you don't agree with his politics. 
I mean, it's stunning. And so whether you like them or not, here's the problem. There's something called precedent, right? And our kids are watching. I got a kid who I share custody with right now that believes that the ends justifies the means. He learns that from his mom. That you can play a victim, you can feel sorry for yourself, and then you act up, and then people pay attention to you, and then it's okay. It's no no big deal. No. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. If good people don't stand up, some bad things are going to start happening every year, every two years. Come on, people. Time to get behind us. The one thing I saw when you, when you won't see the IG report on MSNBC on CNN is because the one thing they keep holding on to is that there was no uh, political bias. That is not what was said at all. Again, quit getting people to tell you what to believe and look for yourself. Stop it. Quote, quote, we did not find. Here's the two words. Listen, we did not find documentary or testimonial evidence that political bias or improper motivation influence. Don't you get what an IG? you got to know the rules. How can you win a game warrior if you don't know the rules? And the IG does not have subpoena power. He asks people questions, they submit an answer, and then he puts their answer in the report. He can't question them. He has no right to say you're lying or to research or none of that stuff. So it says, quote, we did not find documentary. There's nothing documented that there was a bias. No, no one showed, although I would say all those emails show you there's a bias, but again, or testimony evidence. So maybe, maybe this whole thing started for the right reason. Because remember, uh, to get a uh, one of these, uh, um, uh, I don't know how you say it, when these investigations go, is very minimal. And by the way, does anybody even know what FISA stands for? This should offend you. Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. This is from Wikipedia. Depending on the type of surveillance, approved orders or extensions of orders may be active for 90 days, 120 days, or a year. FISA warrants require renewal depending on the type of surveillance and type of warrant every uh, 90 days if targeting U.S. person or 120 days if targeting non-U.S. See, you're not allowed to spy on Americans. That's why this was so egregious. One party put the full force of our government to spy on the opposing candidate who became president. And Robert Mueller knew this going into it. He had all this stuff that we're now seeing, that there was nothing to the Steele report. It was all a joke. It was all made up. Even the person who said it to Steele said it was just barroom talk. I didn't think he was going to do anything with it. And so all that. So we've been doing this for three and a half years, and people now think, call him a joke. And you know what? The two, all this years, and you know what we're doing? Abuse of power and obstruction of justice. Why does that matter? Remember that phrase I brought up to you that said nominalization? Anomalization is something you cannot put in a wheelbarrow. Remember we talked about that. Like success. And you need to have your own definition of success because how do you know if you're on course or off course? But you can't. It's not defined. Abuse of power. Matter of fact, Juan Williams on the five yards they said, well, it's like a bucket. And in that bucket, you can throw bribery and all that other stuff. It's like a big bucket. Wouldn't That's you like to stand? Talk. Yeah, it's crazy talk. Wouldn't you like to stand in front of a, a judge with your life on the line? And they're going to just throw a bucket at you. And they'll figure out what to put in it later. Would you be okay with that? Nah. Didn't think so. An obstruction of Congress? You know, there's three branches, right? You can't obstruct Congress and tell a judge the third branch says you've got to release these things. That never went to that. Two bogus things. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, the stuff in our heads, the stuff we tell ourselves is bogus. We've got to challenge our own thoughts, not just challenge words that other people are telling us, but we've got to challenge our own thoughts. Remember, I've met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. If other people said and did to us what we allow in our heads, we never tolerate it. So we need to be aware of words. We don't need to have flimsy arguments and a flimsy vocabulary. I use that word at least 10 times, the word of the day. We need to get an audio in the future for a word of the day, Mr. Producer, because that's good. Word of the day. A little audio. There you go. Word of the day. So watch the flimsy arguments. Watch the flimsy thinking. You're better than that, leader. So tune in for an hour of power each day where we help you use the right words at the right time because you never know. You just might change someone's life. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, 
when you live your life like it matters. It does. My name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Ringing Liberty and Truth.